Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com mm. 
Oh, sorry. I'm uh, just checking the mics out. Uh, Is that your mic check? Uh, yeah. A lot of people would say it's two gay men moving furniture. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm just saying, no, they're definitely fucking. <laughs> That is definitely two gay men fucking. Is that an uh, Instagram? I forget. Uh, yeah, we made that video actually. Where it's like, is it moving furniture yeah. or is it okay? It's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Jared, me, Jared, and Evan. Oh right. Yeah. right, right. Uh, uh, um, I think but, there's a whole series of that. I'd, well. I'd I'd like to see something like that. Sure. My question is. Um, My question for you is is this. Is, is that voice that I made that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, is that the guy fucking or being fucked? Um, being fucked. No, no, he's fucking actually. So really? Yeah. Well, look, you can't win them all, Jabes. And I'm sorry about that. Can I win one? Nah, not one single oh, thing. All right, then. Not Business one as usual. single goddamn thing. Um, I'm hot today. Hmm. I am. I'm scorched earth today, Jabes. I'm really feeling it. I, I am. I don't want to say I, I hate everyone because that's it's a very strong word. Okay, and you've but, said it before. Yeah, I have <laughs> numerous times. Uh, sure, 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 sure. But new today. year, new me. Mm-hmm, um, what mm-hmm. I am gonna say is I'm over everyone, and I'm I am over the internet like altogether. Oh. In particular, Twitter. People can't post anything fun or flirty or uh, anything where it it appears as if you're having a good time without people having an absolute fucking meltdown. The latest is this this chick uh, who wore the Asian dress to prom. Okay. Um, Didn't say anything about the dress being Asian or whatever. Uh, Just said, hey, guys, prom photos. Right. 2018. That was it. Simple one tweet. Uh, It had four pictures with her and her friends. And yes, they were all white. And somebody said, don't appropriate my culture for your fucking prom. Yeah. Because it was, I guess it was a traditional Asian dress, whatever. It just looked cool. Um, Right. It wasn't, uh, the, the kids weren't fucking holding, you know, handfuls of rice or railroad ties or fucking abacuses, <laughs> uh, nothing like that. So they weren't making Chinese eyes with their fucking faces. They didn't their, have like driving steering wheels, like no, they had not, holding. Yeah, they weren't holding packages of nails for salons. Nothing like that. It was one girl in a dress, <laughs> and I, I mean, I got on because this thing is now taken off. I got online and told this guy how many ways he could get fucked it was a guy uh it it appeared to be a guy's because it's a username you know okay who had sent it to this girl and uh, i I wrote into the girl and i was like the internet is full of oversensitive assholes fuck this guy i hope you guys had a great time at prom yeah but the thing is is like you you think about it and they're kids i guess you know it's maybe a small life lesson that you learn of like the internet's a shitty horrible place in particular twitter Twitter, I've said this numerous times and I'll say it again. Twitter is a place to go where you just want to fucking destroy anyone you possibly can because you've had a shitty day and uh, it keeps getting, it keeps getting worse on there. Uh, I don't, I don't particularly, particularly um, enjoy Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't particularly particular a particular. Yeah, I don't particularly enjoy <laughs> Twitter. I, I again, I enjoy it for the news. It's the fastest you can get news, scores, sports updates, all, all that shit. The rest of it though is is a place 
for people to congregate in hell. I feel like it's a meetup place. Uh, like I wouldn't call it hinder, you know, where it's like, oh, hey, do you want to meet up in hell and maybe fuck each other? Right. That's what I feel that Twitter has become. And it, it, first of all, politically, good luck on there. No. Um, and I'll only respond to people if it shows up in my feed. So like the like the, the, the girl with the Asian dress. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have seen that showed up on my fucking feed. Twitter also has these things where it'll, it'll tell you um, very kindly on there, what their top stories are, what they think their top stories are for sure. you. And and this was one of them that they, they, you know, pushed right, right in my face and it takes you right to the feed so you can see it. And I saw this and I was like, God damn it, man. I'm, I'm immediately angry again. Do you think Twitter is starting fights with their things that they like? Yes. This, so uh, that is my guess. And yeah. I, I'm starting to feel like that because we've gone over the algorithm thing before. How yeah, apparently yeah. Twitter thinks that I'm a you know, 72 year old white woman uh, who but loves Bar- Barbara Streisand, they... voted for Hillary. And I'm just looking for, you know, a closer fabric store. But I contend that they do know that you aren't that, but they know that what will get you going. It will make me angry. Look, yeah. I, I definitely go all in on people um, that, that are in my feed because it's not it's not like I'm, I'm, I follow them. It's not like I'm actively looking for these people. Like nothing. If I could wake up and never read one Democratic tweet again in my feed, mm-hmm. it would be great. Um, even on... You know, was it yesterday? Trump, uh, the, the president of South Korea and they in North Korea got together and they ended the the Korean War. Mm-hmm. An unbelievably, unbelievably historic event. Mm-hmm. The president of South Korea came out. Well, he was shaking hands with Kim Jong Un. Came out afterwards and he was like, "They should give Donald Trump the Nobel Peace Prize." I can't believe this happened in our lifetime. Like, never would have thought that would have happened. And immediately somebody else was like, yeah, but what have you done for Puerto Rico? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, um, Port- yeah. uh, P- Puerto Rico is still without water. Um, Puerto Rico's got their own, fuck you. Like they've got their own right. shit. Figure it the fuck out. Um, yeah, they're a part of the United States, but it's your own goddamn country. And they've got, you know, some fucking cunt woman running it. And she's mm-hmm. got her own issues mm-hmm. um, with the city and all that other shit. And it's like, you can never win. Twitter is a place you can never, ever win right? at all. Um, no matter what you post, no matter if you're responding to somebody else, there will be hatred on one side of it um, and it'll be endless and it'll be, you know, somebody with like 50 followers in Missouri Yeah, and it's a whole goddamn thing. My biggest issue with the fucking girl with the dress is it's prom, man. She's right. 17, 18 years old. All these kids look like they were having a good time posing for photos it's it's prom, man. I will say like that Asian dress thing, it's very dated. So as far as like what I would say to the girl is like I I commend your 90s style. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like wearing that, that a cool like dress. It, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's just we were doing it a long time ago. Um but like the thing of the c- cultural appropriation like you know? Yeah. That that's very 90s. Cute. Right. Good on you, but my God. Uh, look, it, it's, it, you know, and it's, again, I'm showing, you, you can see it now. It's pulled up on my thing because um, we're not doing video shows for, for a little bit until the new studio is built. But uh, she wrote one word, prom. Prom. That's it. Not check out my Asian-ness nope. or 
really going full oriental. Yeah, and she's got uh, well now she's got eighteen thousand five hundred followers. But sure, I, I think but... she had like a you know maybe five hundred a thousand before. Yeah, and um, you know when you see shit like this, you're just like, man, who is the assholes that are out hunting and pecking for high school kids Twitters that have a few hundred followers? And then, then they, they stop on a word, prom. Okay, fuck, what, what's going on in this prom picture? Right. She wrote the word prom. It isn't all caps. Mm-hmm. There is no period at the end of the sentence. What could I possibly say to her and her friends to make her feel like shit right. um, on her special day of prom? I know. It's his crusade. Cultural appropriation. Right. It's his crusade. He's the one. Yeah. Well, he's the gatekeeper. Whoever started that, they they can get fucked. Um, Jesus. I mean, uh, look, we named an episode Good Ruck, everyone. Um, There's (laughs) no one. Come at us. Yeah. There's no one more. I mean, that's not cultural appropriation. That's just straight up. Casual racism. Straight up racism. So it's it's hard (laughs) to kind of like. I l- lash out against that because all you're saying is you're racist and then that gets into a whole it, oh, a whole basket a whole of, debate a whole basket of worms a whole mm-hmm. basket of Dennis Rodman's sure the other thing that I, I, I have a hard time with uh, over the weekend was was this fucking Joy Reed I, I hate her anyways so um, I mean I can't stand Joy Reed and Joy am joy on, on msnbc oh okay uh do you know her no uh she, very popular uh liberal talk show host does she do the morning joy reed yeah she joe? does she, yeah she does the morning show uh she is of african-american descent oh, okay, no i know sorry um, i know who you're talking about for those people who, who don't know joy reed um uh, you can you can just take a quick Google of her, and that, that's why I'm saying she is of African American descent. The yeah. reason why I'm saying this is on her show, she is the first one to point out racism with uh, you know Trump and everything else that's going on in the world. Mm. Uh, you know, they're whites. Everybody's a white supremacist. Everybody's a fucking you know warmonger. Like she's the goddamn worst, and she's become this liberal hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and her her ratings do okay. She somehow trends every after every show. Um, she is like trending one or two in the world on Twitter. So there's a lot of people that respond to her show. Okay. So she got popped uh, over the weekend with uh, a blog that she used to run. She used to run this blog by herself and, until she, you know, got picked up on TV and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called the Wayback Machine on the internet, and they can find like everything you've ever done or written about. Like, uh, if you had a blog or your own website, okay. and they can go back in and find your website pages from you know years and years and years ago. Okay. So somebody went in and went through Joy Reid's blog and found just an unbelievably uh, amazing amount of homophobic. Ah, remarks and ah. uh yeah so uh, this one was really good and the reason why this brings special joy mm-hmm. pun intended um mm-hmm. into my life and double entendre we'll, we'll throw that in there is is the fact that she gets on her show and which has been nothing this year but russia and trump and everything else and then she claims she was hacked Someone went into the Wayback Machine. 
huh. of the internet, uh-huh. hacked it, and then put up all these homophobic comments of oh. uh, there shouldn't be gay marriage. Um, like mm-hmm. these people are living in sin, and and I mean, is is as bad as you could possibly get about gay people. Right, and uh, she has to go on because she goes. She does uh, morning shows on Saturday and Sunday, and she goes on her morning show and makes this apology, saying first she said she was hacked, and that was her statement to the public okay. that she was hacked and she had nothing to do with this, and um, you know people are taking all of this out of context because she was hacked, mm-hmm. and she goes on her show and says, "Well, I." don't remember writing any of this so i must have been hacked uh and you're like and then she goes but if i did if i did make some of those remarks sure then i'm unbelievably sorry and i have changed as a person and that i am not the same person i was you know eight to ten years ago um she asked for uh initially the fbi to do a hacking investigation Mm, into please. um and then she said oh, 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 oh wait don't don't do that she found out that 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 is actually a criminal offense <laughs> right um, which is weird <laughs> a little dozel oh, for you yeah it's, it's weird because if you if you cover <laughs> if your entire news show is about covering hacking russia and trump one would figure you would know all the laws about hacking Sure. You would know all of it. And, uh, right. you know, you're Putting hacking the, the election. On, and on something like that yeah. is pretty much, it's fraud, yep. no? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so now I there's there's going to be a, some form of criminal investigation into that. Some sponsors are starting to drop off of her. MSNBC is standing behind her. They're not, they're not firing her, which is shocking to me. Mm, is it? It is. Because I, 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 in today's climates of all of this Me Too shit and everything else usually it's like all right cool you're you're out dude we're we're good on this black a black woman ah they gotta they gotta really cross all the t's and dot the i's when they when they fire a black woman in this if this climate if this all shakes out um this would be the greatest thing ever if she gets fired over this it would be so great to me never has somebody I've never seen coverage of, again, Trump, Russia, hacking, all of it. Um, And then for that, for you to get popped on a hacking claim for all of the fucking awful shit you've said. Oh, it would be such a gift. uh, Such a gift. Mm Because I I hate this woman so much. She's not great anyways. Like, it's not like Joy Reid is is good. Like, Megyn Kelly, because I hate them equally, by the way. So I don't want to say that I'm slanting right or left on this. I hate hate Megyn Kelly the same as I hate Joy Reid. And one of them's left and one of them's right. I just sure. don't like them as people. Like, right. I, I just think they're sh- shitty humans. Did she go after the Stormy Daniels thing really hard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She still is. Well, still that's is every kind single of day. digging up somebody's past from 10 to 15 years ago. Exactly. Um, that <laughs> not letting them say, hey, um, I'm not like that anymore. That was 10 years ago. But not taking that from him. No. Yet. Nope. Here we come. Yeah. I'm different though from ten years ago. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. But he can't be, or no one can be. No one else can be. But like, I'm kind of saying sorry. So moving on. Yeah. So right now, the update they have is is that she's she's hanging on to her show, but her credibility is in tatters. No shit. 
<laughs> tatters. No shit, and joy. Tatters. Uh, I can't, I would. I would. I would pay. Like if there was a GoFundMe for her to get fired, I would have donated money for that. Sure. Can't stand her. Yeah. Can't stand her. Um, Avicii, by the way. Uh, what else? It was suicide. It was. Uh, it was glass. He cut himself with glass. Like he went. Oh. Yeah, he went. He went Lord. hardcore with it. That's a that's Why a tough do- one. If you're a drug addict, why don't you just take a bunch of OG. drugs? OG, yeah. Just go, uh, just just go heroin. just say, fuck it, I'm yeah. doing it. Yep. Do you know what I mean? I'd go heroin. I, I would go... Uh, I would go whatever fentanyl. it is that I'm missing. Everybody, uh, this the, the prince was fentanyl. Uh, lately, oh, Tom Petty was fentanyl-like. Right. That's, uh, that, that would apparently be the way to go, I would say. It would be the thing I'm missing. I think AM did, DJ AM did that, right? Where it's like the thing so, that yeah. I'm fiending. Yeah. That's how I would go out. I'm like... Fuck it. Yeah. And if I live through this, I'm just going to keep doing it. Because obviously I can rocking. handle it. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with my shit. I'm going to take as much as I can. And if I die, I'm going out on a on a last little unicorn yeah. into the clouds. I hear of, you. Full of rainbows and stardust yep. and orgasms. My question is this. Um, <laughs> like, it, did, did he, was he listening to his own music? Like, I want to know what he was scored to. And I know that's sick. Sure. But I, I always is. I always wonder that about musicians if they listen to their own shit. I have songs I'd like to hear, like if if I'm dying, like cause I, I I picture myself dying in like a hospital or something like that, like you know, and everybody's around and they're mm-hmm. playing music. And I, I have like a playlist and I wonder if he did. Um I know that's super dark, but that's the shit I think about. Yeah. I guess it being quiet would be a little bit creepier, right? Like if it's just yeah. dead silence. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I Or what were do you watching or well, I don't know. And to cut yourself with glass. Like what if you're gonna if your you're gonna song? slit your wrist with, with glass. So, so that's the thing about it. If you're gonna slit your wrist with glass, you wanna go something hard. Like yeah. the beautiful people. The beautiful Oh, people. that's a good one. <clears throat> that gets you pumped, huh? Yeah, a little little Marilyn Manson or something. Sure. Um I wouldn't, you know, it definitely wouldn't be something slow. No? No. No, wouldn't I would like it wouldn't be, you know. Okay, cuz that would man. make you like kind of more contemplative and you may might yes. not want to do it Nailed and it. like yeah. Nail on the head. That's mm-hmm. it. I would like I wouldn't do it to Rocket Man or something that, you know. Sure. I enjoyed. Sure. Um I it would be something aggressive if I'm going to go with glass. Now if I'm going Sherm, if I'm going Heron, um yeah, you bet. I'm going to listen to whatever I want to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And it's probably going to be slow. Mine would be spin doctors, I think. Oh god. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Rockabye. Rockabye. Um I would I would say probably Atlantic City by the band. Ah, really? Yeah. All right. And like Meet Me in Atlantic City would be like going to Meet Me in Hell, Heaven. You bet. You bet. I like that. I, I have a feeling that everybody's gonna be listening to this show. Going to Apple Music and uh, listening <laughs> and being to like, Atlantic City. You were the gayest shit of all the time. Band. Yeah, because I want to. I, I even, love that song. Uh, or I, I shall be released. I'm gonna have to get a refresher on it. We'll play it on the way to the restaurant tonight. <laughs> okay, but, uh, I can put it at the end of the episode if you'd like. Eh, and, why not? And anyone who's feeling like they want to just end it, I'm joking. Don't do it. Wow. No, yeah, this song might. Will, will no, you, because will this, you put it at the end of the episode. I will, Good. but this song can either be really uplifting or really depressing. It's just depending on like where you're at. So it can work for anyone. Well, we'll see where everybody's mood is at when they listen to this show in their car on their drive to work. Um, <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow. 
Atlantic City <laughs> they by the knew, bands. They all knew I was dumb. Creepers. Um, all right, we got a huge show. We got to get to some sponsors because I really we got a lot to talk about today. I want to fucking really jump into this. First up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Um, gonna be realsies, Jabes. I was in Jacksonville, Florida over the weekend. Uh, working a gig and oh, was that where you were? I yeah. didn't even notice you were gone. No, I know you never do. You never do. Sure, 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 sure. And uh, I had I had my you know my my usual black rifle coffee gear on. I I, I was wearing the hat all weekend and something else. And because um, I love their fucking apparel, I know I say it all the time, but we had a, a meet and greet at a bar at uh, Bricks down by uh, the beach in Jacksonville. And everybody's like, oh, shit, you really do wear all this stuff all the time. I was like, yeah, I fucking love it. Black Rifle Coffee is the best. We saw a shit ton of people wearing it at the festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Welcome to Rockville. Okay. Um, is the uh, Was the name of it. We saw a bunch of people wearing Black Rifle Coffee shit. And I was like, fuck. Um, it's happening, dude. We got it's stopped everywhere. Happening. It really is. Jesus, man, they're blowing up. Um, I love them. Look, I, we, we get uh, their coffee at the club, coffee club of the month every single day. Uh, of the month on the same date. I always mess that up. It's S- not same date every you month. You guys, let me clarify. We don't get a package every month, every day. Well, we don't get a package every day of the month. We get one every month. We get one once a month. Yeah, on the same date. <laughs> on the though. same on day. The same date. It's very comforting. It's very good when you're about to run very out. Very emotional. You know when it's coming. Yeah. Okay. You um, can get excited. You can wait at the door. Wait at the window. We get the just black. And we get the sure. caffeinated as fuck. Those are our two jams. Um, I want to say this. We were on Asking Alexandria's tour bus, and they're thinking about doing a blend with them. Uh, a bunch of bands are doing blends with them. Uh, one of the ones was Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, that's a great name. Yeah, the, the the band. Well, they're pretty famous. No, but just for a coffee. Yeah, so they it's 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 on the coffee. Okay. They had special packaging and mugs and that were incredible. And I was like, fuck, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I hope we get big enough. We get our own fucking blend one day. Oh, what would we call it? The Jables blend? Yeah, the Crime Corner blend. Crime Corner yeah. blend. Yep. Each bean is shredded. <laughs> shredded. I put a drop uh, of my own dead. blood in every, every in bag. every single bag. So you know it's good. <laughs> Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com and uh, join join their, their coffee of the month club. It's the best. Uh, use the one-time promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. Next up, we've got a little strikeforceenergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Some anchors. Um, we have uh, a live event coming up in Fort Bragg, May twelfth. Tickets go on sale, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday for Drinking Bros, our sister's show, and Tito's is sponsoring that. Ooh, Tito's vodka. Big time. I know. I know we're getting big time. And uh they're they're gonna be giving out Strike Force there to go with Strike Force and Tito's. When I was at the Jacksonville event, that's where they were doing, and everybody was killing that. Um they were calling it the orange crush at the bar. Ooh. So they were taking the orange and putting it in with uh soda water and vodka, and it was called an orange crush, and everybody was Hell, drinking those things. Yeah. Dude, I got in because my flight got in super late. It was like at midnight, and uh, I got to the bar maybe around 12, 15, 12, 30. Um, we did the, uh, hung out with a bunch of people and I was killing those, uh, orange crushes felt great. Um, a lot, there's so much better than like vodka Red Bull. Um, not to shit on Red Bull, but you don't need it anymore. Yeah. You don't. 
Um, these little pouches, it was like, boom, squirt it in the drink, good to go. You don't have to fucking pour it or, you know. Um, and you can take it into like an event like that. Put yeah. it in your pocket. You don't have to like. The other beauty of it is, is with, if you order a, a vodka Red Bull, you're getting way too much Red Bull in there. Every single time, and it's like, yo, yeah, you can't do that with Strike Force. That's true. So with Strike Force, is boom, it goes in. You're like, all right, sweet. Don't fuck me on the vodka. Yeah, like, top me off. Give me a nice little top off, little little sure. top off for the big guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't they don't fuck me. Um, but uh, come on out to the live show. We're giving out some stri- from some free Strike Force and a bunch of goodies. Uh, May twelfth, Fort Bragg. I believe it's at the Cameo Art House. I don't have it in front of me, but uh, I'll be there. So my huge dick. Uh, next up, no, go to go to strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. I almost forget to say that. They ship everywhere in the entire world. Um, get it, get it, get it. Next up, we got straightrazors.com. That's a clean cut. Oh man, smooth. Yeah, yeah. you like it? Yeah, I like it. Um, oh, you like it? <laughs> super. Don't appropriate my fucking sponsors. All right. <laughs> Don't appropriate my sponsors. Oh, straight razors. Straight razors. Um, I've got a really great scene in the new book, When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it uh, for straight razors. And uh, they were inspired by this. It's a fucking hilarious scene. Uh, They've got the finest shaving kits in the biz. They'll take you back to the 1800s. Again, I want to thank Luke Luke Webster. I ordered this shit myself. Like, this isn't... uh, like a, a joke or a lie we t- I talk to sponsors all the time and they're like yo you really buy the shit from us and i was like yeah man i want to support your companies so uh i ordered you know a couple couple jars of uh smolder for the old aftershave for my face in the mm-hmm. colonia the colonia west and mm-hmm. um they put a fucking handful of goodies in there and put some shampoo and some conditioner and uh and the, the pomade elvato is the jam I love straightrazors.com. It's a great gift for Father's Day. It's a great gift for a bro in your life. Support the show. Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Tell Luke Webster I sent you. Uh, last but not least, Jobless. Yes. Steve Jobless. <laughs> Steve Jobs. <laughs> We've got the Caillou app. Um, that's K-A-Y-U. Look, I was talking about the live show uh, a couple minutes ago. It is the, it is sponsored by Caillou. Caillou's doing it. They're, They're throwing the it for us. On. Yeah, okay. because the the app itself was made by two Green Berets out of Fort Bragg. And we're going back to Fort Bragg and doing the live show. They're sponsoring it and they're doing the after party as well. And I'm really looking forward to those guys. This guy's Rage and Michael Squires and the boys. They really fucking pull their dicks out. So looking forward to knocking a few back with them. Nice. Um, and if any ladies want to come to the show, you're welcome to it. We never see any women there. <laughs> like whatsoever. What I'm saying is this. You can bring your wife unless you're that afraid that you're not to. Because we get that's that's the question we get the most of like, oh man, I don't think I could bring my wife to the show. I don't know if she would appreciate it. I think she would, and it's we don't go after women that 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 aggressively in the audience. You were there. No, you You'll go if a lady's like yelling out like over here, over here, tits out. 
but like you were not gonna like go after just like a normal girl with, you do know what i mean no. like you're not hazing people yeah we've but we've had a lot of questions of like hey can i bring my wife yes you can bring your wife or your girlfriend or whatever like and it's everyone a fun else's show all the way around wife is there so it's like we don't talk about cum and dicks yeah. the whole show so yeah there's just a small segment in the beginning yep you get it all out of the way and then you can have your wife come in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Tell her to get you to drink in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then. But uh, the point is, come on out to the live show. Meet the Caillou guys. Um, meet us. Try their app. Uh, their app is free on iPhones and Androids right now. Um, social media, uh, kind of in a fucking what's up now stage. Um, I just saw Facebook maybe an hour ago released a clear data things so you know kind of like your internet browser so you can clear your your previous data from your mm. facebook page it's like come on are we really doing that now with every fucking site anybody that's gonna have it already had it yeah so. <laughs> ridiculous uh i'm, so, I'm fine with it so try the caillou app it's k-a-y-u and uh, uh get your dicks hard um meet somebody greet somebody um i was at the uh, Oh, oh, fuck. By the way, thank you for everybody for ordering uh, When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it on pre-order. My new book, by the way. The numbers have been uh, amazing. And I'll have an update for you sometime next week of how many we sold and how many we need to get the New York Times bestseller list by opening week. But I I sincerely cannot thank you guys enough. that those pre-sales help more than anything else on this earth. I know everybody's waiting for the audiobook as well. That's recorded. It's going to be out, uh, I believe, the week after the hard the hardback drops, like eight eight days after the hardback drops. But if the hardback goes number one on, uh, if it makes the New York Times bestseller list, it'll skyrocket everything, and I'll be able to do like fifty more of these goddamn things. I know what Night She Cries was the greatest book ever written. This is even more insane and amazing. So please. Just keep buying it uh, on the pre-sales. Uh, it's available on Amazon.com, Bar- Barnes & Noble, all that shit. It really, really fucking helps, and I'm super grateful that you guys are are all buying the pre-sale order of When Darkness Falls. He and if, doesn't catch it. And if you get the um, New York Times bestseller list, you're putting my face as a tramp stamp, right? Uh, is that what you want? I think that's what the people want. Oh, God. I know. I know. I, 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 could you imagine just your face? <laughs> Or your baby picture? Oh, my karate picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh there, my gosh, uh, yeah, you guys think like think in that vein when was you're a, sending us stuff. There to was do. a lot of people at this uh, festival in Jacksonville who had uh, a lot of tattoos. I get like I've got tattoos, um, but but had a lot of tattoos of baby faces on them, like pictures they're of their kids. baby. Yeah, they're, I don't know. Like, is it is it their I'm, kids? Someone, someone, yeah. someone didn't have rings on. You don't have to have a ring to have a kid. I no, you don't. It's true. Anybody <laughs> can have, you know, a kid, but it you typically you're like, oh, all right, sweet. They're married and they've got their child on them. Like, it's nice. That's a nice baby picture. Yeah. Um, I think if they were married, their wife would be like, mm, Yeah. Well, some of some people get like their, their parents' baby pictures or, you know, themselves. Yeah. I'd like a baby picture of myself, I guess. <laughs> would that be weird if I if, if I tattooed my own baby face on myself? The, Just um, so I could remember myself as a baby. The joke would like only be revealed a small percentage <laughs> of time because everyone would just think it was your kid. It'd be very few people like, yeah. oh, who is that? And then you could say, it's me. It's that's me. me. <laughs> and so there'd only be a few people in the world that would like get the benefit. 
of that joke. Somebody asked me over the weekend, um, uh, like, what's what's some some like fucked up tattoo you you would get? Like, to what would be the end all be all tattoo that that would trump everybody else's? And I said, you know what? If if I was like I don't know, like seventy five or eighty, and I got super old, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I got a face tattoo of my baby face over my old man face. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's a face tattoo. Yeah. But it's my baby picture, so it's like my face is a baby tattooed on my old man face. It would look like almost like a, a hologram <laughs> or an overlay or something. It'd be very confusing with the shading and everything. Oh, it'd be very confusing. It's so yeah. good, yeah, so good. Um, and then other people were because we we got to meet a lot of people who listen to the show. Um, we were talking about like weird tattoos, uh, weird uh, charities that I'd like to be involved in like later on in life. Okay. Um, one is I want to, uh, like a lot of people are giving water to Africa, you mm-hmm. know, everybody's putting up water in Africa and all this thing. You were the one who told me that story. And then I did some research on it afterwards where some of the countries are pissed that, that like, yeah, white it actually is it, Americans the, are coming in putting in water, poverty and water ink. So it's actually more beneficial to us to give them water than it is. Correct. Cause we get money for putting yes. in the pipes and all that shit, shit where it's like, yeah, exactly. Bono effect. Yeah. yeah. Where it should be going into the ground we with their own African companies. To, yes. Yeah. Yeah. With their own companies. So their companies yes, can yes, strive yes. and all that shit. And I said, I said one of my charities was I want to, I want to shave my like bush. It's super hot in Africa. Mm-hmm. I want to shave my bush and there's not a lot of trees. And sure. So I just want to plant like something inexpensive, like a two by four and then put all of my pubes, <laughs> tape them to the top of it. And, and that's a bush for shade. Oh, okay. There's plenty of trees there. Yeah. yeah. Ah, there's not really that many trees. It's very, okay. it's a very Saharan climate. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't rain. There's no rivers. Yep. Nothing grows. Nope. Yeah, if we listen to that song, that's absolutely yeah, you've true. Heard, you've heard the Bono you've song. You've heard the Bono song. You've heard the Bono Christmas song. You you know what Africa's like. You know like. what it's really like, yeah. My bush um, could, could you, do you know how many sunburns I could save? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, one um, shave, huh? Yeah, Just with one, yeah, one, one month's shaving. One clean straight razor shave. Mm-hmm. I could save probably 30 sunburns. Yeah. A, a day, maybe. and that's what i'd like to give back to uh my african bush oh okay okay um thing so uh it's something i'm doing right that's a charity you want to start yeah 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 yep 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 yep. um but that festival was dope by the way um welcome to rockville everybody was uh unbelievably pleasant uh down there doing some things with uh, ozzy osbourne and uh there ended up being some other bands on the the whole bill that actually we were friends with. Um, one of them did the Drinking Bros theme song, Asking Alexandria. Yeah. Uh, so we got to hang with them. That was rad. They're a good interview. They're fun. Blast. All those guys individually and together are a blast. And that's one of those bands where um, I didn't really know much about them. Right. Because I wasn't uh, uh, I wasn't necessarily there for them. Mm-hmm. And um, once I got to know them, and I was like, oh, man, these are awesome people. I hope their concert doesn't suck like, because I don't know their music that well. Um, and then they were f- fucking awesome live. And I was like, shit, did I just find like a new favorite band? <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I felt stoked about that. Um, they were really, really fucking good live. And their crowds were insanity. Because usually 
you know, you go to these things like a Coachella where it's like three days or whatever. Uh, there's all these stages and you don't know why. Um, like who's there for what or why something's going to be like yeah, so you don't, super crowded. You don't know why somebody's going on at like four on one stage and not another. And uh, with Asking Alexandria, it was like 40,000. I couldn't see the back of it. I, like I couldn't see where the people ended. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And it crushed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed their music. Um there was a bunch of people that that were on those bills that I got to see that I was like, ah, fuck, man. It was it was very much like we talked about that you know bands you don't know and you kind of discover. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a group called Bad Wolves that was really good uh, that I enjoyed. They did a they were recently number one on iTunes for covering. They did a heavy metal version of the Cranberry song. Yeah, and uh, uh, Zombie was was it's uh, a great phew. it Le- should have been a heavy metal song to begin with i know lead singer was dope song was dope um and uh the the rest of their music was was amazing guy, the guy was an amazing singer um but it was it was strict as fuck by the way you couldn't get passes and you couldn't go to other stages like uh they were super serious about it as far as like you guys being backstage and stuff or just in general in the concert both um so we had access to what we needed access for and uh but there were some other bands and stuff butcher babies was one of them Mm -hmm. um uh heidi shepherd i've been friends with her for i don't know 10 or 15 years sent her a text never got anything back didn't get to interview the band didn't get to fucking hang out with them found out later through breaking Benjamin, who was also there that we didn't, we didn't get to hang out with that. You don't get passes to see other fucking things. And that's, that was something that really, really surprised me as a person where I was just like, Hey man, you're on this bill and you're playing at these festivals. You should get access to everyone and every single inch of that square ground. It's not true. It's not true whatsoever. Ozzy Osbourne's like that. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, you can't, when Ozzy goes up, like if you're not with Ozzy or with the thing, you're out of there. You were gone from that area, mm-hmm. like gone, a- expedited everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Breaking Benjamin has been on our show before in Drinking Bros. Uh, he couldn't get he couldn't get passes over to we were we were we were. I mean, in a way, it makes sense, but it's crazy. Where it's like because everyone gets this like small amount of time. I bet you Coachella is like that too. They can't have everyone just kind I of guess. hanging out because new band has to come set up their people have to be there. You can't be like, who are you with? Who are you with? You know what I mean? Like, but I thought I would, I would have thought this pretty organized. I would, yeah, them yeah, to it, do is, that. it is. It is. It's very organized. And I got to see the, the, the workings behind it, but I, I would have said that at least every artist could go and meet the other artists or go backstage and do interviews and all that shit. Instead, it was the opposite where the publicist leads you around. Um, and the publicist has the past, but you don't necessarily have the past. So to uh, to Breaking Benjamin and, and the Butcher Babies, sorry, we did not, you guys were, we, we really wanted to interview you guys, didn't get to, and I understand why, but uh, those two fell apart. Um, and I also want to throw it out to Bad Wolves, the lead singer of Bad Wolves. I'd love to have that guy on the show. They were playing on the stage where we were at for one of the days, and uh, I got to talk to that guy. He was unbelievably fucking cool and interesting and that's a guest that i'd like to have on the show but uh thank you to uh everybody who was there and the jacksonville police we got to meet a lot of the jacksonville florida uh police department and they were fucking just cool as shit like um for a mostly metal event all the way around 
I, I there was not one fight. There was nothing, and the cops were cool. Everybody was cool. Uh, they had it organized well, so yeah. uh, I, I was shocked about that. Because um, there was, was there was mosh be... pits and and like how like many wild times, ass shit. How many times have they done this? Is this like a, the first time? That's what I asked Jared. I was like, he said it's been going on for a few years. Okay. So. So that I mean, they have it the first in. the first one may have been the way you're you're thinking, you know, where it's just like at free for all, and they probably learned pretty quickly that 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 does not work. Yeah, to have artists come and like they're friends with this person, da, 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 and you're just like, no, 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 like we cannot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing that I will find is like again with those interviews we missed, we couldn't get. We we went up to the police because they all listened to the the, revolu- right. the revolution. We're like, yo you just take us back there. And they were like, man, we, 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 we can't. can't like, uh, we can't leave our post <laughs> well, to walk you backstage yeah, yeah. to all this shit. But, uh, uh, but we had backstage for, for a lot of it and, and all of the stuff that happened and, uh, they were awesome. So thank you to the Jacksonville police. They were great. Uh, they were great. I want to dig into this, uh, white house correspondence dinner. Let's do it. Caught the end of it. Um, okay. I, I caught the, actually, I'm sorry. I caught the replay of it. Right. Um, kind of the uh, highlight or. Yeah. I, I watched, you know, uh, Michelle Wolf is getting terrorized online for, for all of her shit right now, her shenanigans on stage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, a lot of people have asked us to comment on it specifically. And I want to say this, you should know when you hire her, what you're getting, um, kind of Lisa Lampanelli-ish uh, in that in that vein. Uh, it wouldn't have mattered if it was a White House Correspondence Dinner or the ESPYs or something else. You would have gotten the same material. Sure. Um, it's, it's aggressive. She's an aggressive comedian. Uh, jokes are jokes to a certain point. Um, the only things I, I, I don't like was, it seems now in today's world, it's, it's a lot more mean-spirited uh, and nastier where... The the correspondence dinners in the past were lighter, like softball jokes. The president gets to to answer, and like nobody feels is made to feel that uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the wrong hire for them all the way around. Shouldn't have hired her. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want the and the president hasn't gone the last two years because he knows it's going to fucking happen. It, it's it's essentially it, for those of you at, at home who don't know what it is. It's for all of the press corps for the fucking White House. Uh, Everybody who gets invited gets to take one celebrity or one guest of their choosing. You sit at these tables and then there's almost like a roast Mm -hmm. of of the White House, of the the aides who work there and all of that shit. And um, it used to be like a fun event, like a gala. It was like a who's who of who, who was coming and all of that shit. With Trump now in office and Obama out, they don't, no celebrity wants to go, you know, they don't want to be, oh God, we can't. And uh, Trump, look, Trump doesn't want to go. He thinks it's a waste of time. Um, And so do I. Like, it's a fucking dinner across the street for the press. And let's face it, the media hasn't had the best past fucking two years uh, either in all of this shit. So like, my personal opinion, and this probably uh, drove the final nail in the coffin on it is that it should probably be just canceled. There's just no reason, no reason for mm-hmm. it. It's just a waste of taxpayer money yeah. over what uh, some stupid fucking dinner. Like I don't get it, but those everybody bashing, you know, Michelle Wolf for her act. That is her act. Like it, it's just her. Right. I was more offended by her not being funny. 
Do you know well. what I mean? Like, that's the thing is like, I'm just, it, I wasn't so much offended by what she was saying. I mean, again, we had talked about her going after Sanders, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, um, was uncomfortable because it was just a girl going after another girl and one wasn't laughing and it felt very, it just, again, wasn't funny and it made me uncomfortable. Right. Um, I think there was a way to even say the jokes that she was saying, if it was a different comedian, may have been funny. Sure. You know what I mean? And and worked and been kind of like everyone's happy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got you got ribbed, you got blah blah blah. It's fine. And everyone kind of gets it. But and I also think this day and age, like comedians because they are the dying breed of because of what's happening, they have to be better to get away with the things that, that we need to get away. They need to get away with. Do you know what I'm saying? You have to be Chappelle. You have to be Louis. Like you have to elevate to a different level where you can make those jokes. You can say those things and it can still be funny. It's a lot harder. You well, can't just do an open mic. And, and I'm glad you brought that up about Chappelle. So it's, Chappelle is one of those people who is already so famous. You're laughing before he almost opens his mouth. So with that hypothetical, let's say he had come in and done that dinner. I think he could have gotten away with more of the material than she could. The fact that she's unknown. Well, I do too. But but the fact that she's also unknown isn't working to her favor for how aggressive her material isn't working in her favor. Um, She has a show on Netflix that's coming out, like a nightly talk show that's coming out in two weeks. The other things we're all talking about are maybe it is working. Uh, Maybe that's exactly what she wanted to do. I kept thinking that today. So she she released a statement and said, look, my goal was to burn it to the fucking ground. And that's exactly what I did. And she had a writer. Yeah. She had a, a writer that she worked with. And... The, they interviewed the writer and she said the same thing. She was like, look, every word, all of that was scripted. We all, that that's that's what we were going for. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to burn it to the ground and fucking walk away. And that was it. Um, and she, she achieved it, it. How is it that like Louie can do an abortion joke that doesn't offend me and she does? I, I, there's just a different level. There's, there's a level there, of, there's, but there's a, a level intelligence. of, yes, intelligence comedian. And it's also your cadence and delivery and how your you're social delivering intelligence, like how you're coming at it. Right. But how you're delivering these jokes as well to the crowd. And, you know, uh, with her in particular, there, there's a difference in between telling shocking jokes that you're because to me when i see her it's just like oh she's just telling that to shock people it's not that big of a deal whereas louis same and louis seems more louis ck seems more introspective and so does Chappelle. the way they're able to take their time as if it's storytelling whereas michelle wolf's felt like a a comedy central roast of like pamela anderson yeah where it was just like boom 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 um i guess she didn't have the time But there's a way, and even David Letterman is horrible as he's kind of gotten, there's a way of putting yourself as the underdog first and coming up from underneath and kind of surprising people. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's just like all these different angles that really intelligent comedians take that she just didn't. And I think that, I mean, that was just my thing with her. She wasn't smart enough. She didn't, you know, I don't know. It just wasn't good enough for me. Me neither. But and, and uh, that was the only thing that really offended me. 
yeah, that's it. it is that, that show wasn't funny. The rest of it, like, um, it is what it is. The one I, I feel bad for, and I always feel bad for, is, is Sarah Sanders. And we were talking this before. We were talking about this before we got on air. I always feel bad for Sarah Sanders. Um, I, I just that woman has the hardest job on the planet. Every day, she's got to deal with hundreds of these assholes over questions that you know goddamn well. She can't answer or she's not going to give you the answer to because you're not allowed to say that shit. How frustrating to just have to be like every every day, find a different way to say, well, we've already been over that. Well, I think if you refer back to, well, I can't talk about, I mean, over and over and like seeing the face, uh, you know, the faces of these press people. The same, yeah. They're the same oh, ones. Uh, yes, yeah, the same ones. So they go in, they know what's going to happen. She knows what's going to happen. It's like, uh, yeah. okay, let's try and put on this facade today, I guess. Yeah. So I, I whenever I see her getting bashed, I, I, I just personally feel like, dude, it's the same. You're beating a dead horse. Like you're, she just keeps getting killed over and over and over again, where it's just like for no reason in my opinion, where it's like, that's her fucking job. That's what she's got to do. Listen, they're, they're, she's not likable, but hey. I, I, I disagree. Okay. If they ask her questions that are not about Russia or sure. some other fucking bullshit, she's a pretty, f- she's really quick. Yeah. She's pretty funny and she's self-depreciating. However, it's it, you're when you're getting hammered like that over and over and over again, it's just like you don't ever get to show a, a, a positive good side. The people who tried it, you know, tried to at least show a little bit of personality, like Scaramucci and fucking mm-hmm. Spicer and those guys. We know what happened to them. Yeah, they got nuked. Right. Um, it's one of those jobs that you can't let any cracks of light in. No. Like or else the media will just literally. So she's very She's good at it. She's not only she great at it, but the it's other a- the other part about it that everybody, no one, I, I should say no one gives her credit for, but everybody comes after her is the fact that she's the first woman to ever have that job. Yeah. And in a day and age where it's like, dude, mm-hmm. we're fighting to get, you know, women equal pay and equal jobs and all of that shit. Why are you consistently tearing her down mm-hmm. for having the one job that no other president's given to somebody? Ever in the history of the White House. The other men couldn't do. No. And she's like killing. Yeah. I mean, you take, you take, what it's worth. You take Scaramucci. Like, the guy was a piece of shit. Right. He folded after fucking two days of that pressure. Sure. Gone. Spicer. Gone. Like, it's too much. And the fact that this woman can deal with it day in, day out, and do a great job of it. And then showing up to this correspondence thing. She didn't have to do that. She didn't have to do that. Like she could be like, fuck you guys. Like I see you every day. You're not nice to me, whatever. Yeah. She did. And that it was just kind of like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, the fact, that, the fact that she's getting killed every day. And, uh, and again, online. that was the uncomfortable part for me. And, and, and for exactly why you're saying it. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I, I can't stand it. Um, like Ease up on her. You can go after everybody else. Uh, you know, continue to go after Trump and all that other shit. But uh, I don't know if you have to ease up on her. She's fine. Like again, like I, we she? don't we don't need to defend her. I really I think she she clearly at this point just has some kind of way of dealing with it. 
where or she understands some something where she's fine i don't think we need to defend her at all can i be honest with you she's one you know i I said this in another interview and i forget if it was in print or on a podcast recently she's one of my because everybody's like who have you not had on the show that you want to get um i was after the bobby knight thing um somebody was like who and i was like man i had bobby knight i was like uh i'd like to have sarah huckabee sanders on I was like, she would be a great guest. I mean, for us, she was because we would ask her real questions that, you know what I mean? And not, just not be curious about to find anything. out who yeah, is her as yeah, a person. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I would love to be like, how do you? And, and I don't know when you could get that, the real answers from that interview. Would probably it be after, after she leaves the White House. Exactly. But it would be interesting for her to be able to let down. Um, her guard a little bit in the way that everybody kind of wanted Hillary to and she never will because she's a robot and not a real person but like um, (laughs) Sarah you can kind of say the same thing about her but I don't think that's true like I think there is a wall that like when this is all over she'll be able to take down I I, would I, I, I do too. Yeah, I, I, think I, would, so. I would love to hear whether I bet it's on you she's show. a really funny, smart person, and I'd love to have her on the show. I bet she fucking party. You know what? I'd love to party with her, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. Yeah. Go out and, and chop up some rails. Really figure out life with you her. You know, she'd be like, "Yeah, I'm fucking down." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if everything's over, yeah. If it's all like whatever, um, yeah, that she would like start with a little bit of wine, then you go out for a smoke. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, oh, and then it kind of leads into like, oh, you want to, why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? It would sound just like that too. Oh, uh, for sure. Why not? A couple of Debs to a couple, you know? Oh yeah. I would come, Debs. I would party as Deb with her. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think she'd, she'd give it back to you. Oh yeah. I'd leave the bow at home. Yeah. <laughs> I'd leave the bow at home because who cares? <laughs> who cares what people think? You know what I mean? It's just me and Sarah. <laughs> Cutting rails and cutting loose. Yeah. Um, you know what else I was asked in this interview was uh, uh, who I thought, because they were like, man, you were, somebody said you were one of the first people to really talk you know, politically about Trump and be open for Trump. And obviously with all the Kanye shit going on. Right. Um, and, and I said, yeah, I, I was like, you know, but I have a different view on things or whatever. And they were like, all right, great. Since you have a different view on things, who do you think a woman will be president? I said, yes, I do actually think so. And uh, they asked me who I thought it would be. I said Nikki Haley. Yeah, Nikki Haley is really killing the game. She's the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations for us. Uh, she was the one who called out Iran recently um, and said that uh, they think they're using their nuke program wrong and it's all fucking bullshit, which those documents got leaked, uh, I believe, this morning uh, from Israel saying, yeah, that is the case. And like, she's taking a tough stance on North Korea and Iran, and um, she's only... 46 years old so uh the way she's shaping up um because i you know uh hillary had a similar position to her before she ran and uh i think i think nikki haley could do it she's from south carolina okay um that that was one of my predictions i said um and again i don't remember where that interview was or else i just tell you to go with it Um, sure just go there sure um but uh, that's that's my whole that's my whole guess on that one. Okay. That's that's my whole uh, my whole jamboree. When do you think that's going to be though? After Trump, wh- right like, after? Yeah, I think oh. that I think that will be the Republican candidate okay. after Trump, and I'm going to call that now. Um, and the reason why this was brought up in an interview is people are there is some circles that are pushing for Chelsea to run in 2020. Oh God, just stop. <laughs> I mean, just stop it you guys just like so, relax 
relax. And it's pretty crazy. Go, you know, go on vacation. It's you know, pretty cray cray. Pretty cray cray. Um, the other the other thing that's crazy to me that I, I want to end end the show with was uh, again I have bitched repeatedly on this show over and over again about the lack of new music and how it sucks and there's nothing else good. Um, I want to say that I listened to my favorite album of the year so far. Okay, and it is shocking who it is. Okay, it is Post Malone. Um, Post Malone's album came out Thursday night at midnight. Beer bongs and Bentleys is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Went platinum in 12 hours. And uh, it's crazy. One, two, for those of you at home who know what Post Malone looks like, oh boy, how, how, do you des- how do you describe what he looks like? Um, First of all, it looks like he cuts his own hair with a lawnmower blade. Um, it's short in the front but then curly everywhere else and but there's chunks of it missing from the sides of his head top of his head yeah he has grills in his teeth what's with a z he's got grills grills, grills. In his teeth oh, there was he that. has multiple face tattoos yeah including what appears to be a crown of thorns like jesus across his forehead did you ever see gummo oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. He's gummo. He's gummo. Grown up. A, go, a grown up gummo. And yeah. it, it is the, it, it's the album of the year. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I can't believe it. He looks like a goober. Um, his whole shit. I, I don't know what his deal is. I don't know. Like after listening to how great this album was, I had to physically look him up online because I was, I, I became obsessed with this guy where I was just like, what the fuck? What mm-hmm. is this? Because I had heard the. The rock star song that's been sure. playing for the last two months, like it's you know, and it was hard to tell: is this guy a joke? Is this real? I thought he is was that a his joke. whole shit? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought all of this was a joke. Sure. I thought he got maybe lucky with one song. Mm-hmm. Not the case whatsoever. Um, this album, which they were like everybody was anticipating it, I think because they thought it was probably going to be a failure, right? Of like, of like maybe this guy didn't have any talent. Sure. And uh, uh, I was driving uh, back from the hotel in Jacksonville, and again. Apple Music Library popped up, boom. Killing it. Um, it was amazing. So I, the second it came up, I, I played it, and I listened to the entire album in the car. It was the point where there was like four songs left, and I was at the hotel. I just listened to the last four in the parking lot, and I was front to back. That album is ridiculously awesome. And I looked him up, and he's only 22 years old, and I'm like, oh, oh dang. F- fuck. Here uh, we go. Not only is he going to be a gajillionaire and like one of the biggest people on the planet this year, but um, the album's amazing. And uh, uh, the reason why I think that, I mean, it, it sounds to me like a every song in there feels like an independent film song. That's like the greatest song in that independent film. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, who is that? Um, and it's over and over and over again. And uh, it's thoughtful. He's he comes off as like a thoughtful, like smart guy. And uh I was I mean, just really, really shocked by it where I was like, Holy shit, you just did that. Now I'm I'm amped to see what he could do to possibly top this. The other thing that I liked about it was it's to me encapsulated, and this is what I enjoyed for, out of albums growing up, like like doggy style and the chronic and shit, like uh, it encapsulated like a, a time in your life as uh, 
I don't want to say teen angst because it's that sounds so fucking lame, but it's true. And it wasn't done in like a shitty, cheesy way with like today's like mumblecore rappers. It's just just saying Gucci Gang fucking eighty seven times in a row. It was a thoughtful album that uh, encapsulated what everybody was going through. And he did a really, really great job of, of navigating an entire album. Because right now, it's just a lot of singles and no albums. And I, I mean, I, I've i fucking listened to it like 10 times over the weekend. And every band um, that was coming in and out of wherever they were going, like everybody's always playing music backstage. It feels very much like a, like a movie set or, mm-hmm. or a production. Every single band was just like, yo. Have you heard the new Post Malone album that just came out? And they were playing it. And you were just like, I probably heard it 10 times over the weekend. Um, and it's fucking fantastic. Uh, so Post Malone, congratulations. You did it. I thought you were a piece of shit. Now uh, I take it all back. Now I think it's I, on. I even went to Twitter and write him, I wrote him a nice note. I just said, hey, man, I slept on you. And this was great. Right. This, this was a fucking awesome album. And I... I totally slept on you. Sweet. Started following the guy on Instagram. Um, I love when shit like that happens. I, I had no idea. None. I was perfectly fine with me playing the album and then coming on the show today and then just making fun of it the entire sure. show. Being like, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go again. Yeah. The opposite. Right. Uh, I fucking listened to it on the, on the drive-in today. It's amazing. It's amazing <laughs> front to back. So congratulations. Post, Post Malone. Malone. Uh, and with that, we'll get to the revolutionary figure of the day. Shall we? We shall. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it back to the first because uh, I, I I guess you would classify this as rap. Although one of his songs was a, like an acoustic guitar, but it sounded like rap. Um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back in the day to the first white rappers that I actually liked who dropped a great album, and it's Third Base. Um, love big fan of Third Base uh, and MC Search. MC Search was the dude's name, and uh, he ended up having a radio show for years. I believe he's still. Uh, does does a show on Sirius XM, but uh, I tried to go back to like the first album that I listened to of like a white rapper that I thought was good and was because MC Search seemed like this nerdy history teacher, and then it was like, oh, they put out like a sweet rap album, and you were like, yeah. way to fucking go. That's the way I felt about Post Malone, where I was just like, here's this guy who looks like he grew up in a Florida garbage can on the side of the road. And then crawled out and made one of the, the best albums of the year. So <laughs> congratulations on all that. Which one's Informer? That's Snow. Snow. Oh, mm. come on, James. Well, that's my pick. Sorry. Yeah. Well, sorry. Sorry. Um, sorry. You I'm don't... Keep boom, boom now. Um, but yeah. So that was, uh, that was it. Okay. That was my that was my weekend. That was my whole thoughts. Okay, so you're just Jabes. getting ready. You're just getting ready for the royal wedding. Um, we're just getting the studio ready. Oh I mean, yeah, you are getting all of your uh, English of British accoutrement for your for that day, right? Oh, I'm you're throwing all a huge up. tea party. Getting all beefed off. <laughs> um, really getting all cheese down. So that's what we're gonna be doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll be here. We like I said, video shows are gonna be on hold. Uh, for about three or four weeks while we set up the new studio and uh, we got a, we got a bunch of new shit popping off for you. And again, go pick up uh, uh, when darkness falls. He doesn't catch it on presale. Um, grab that shits on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or any of that stuff and uh, help me out. If I'm, if I'm a New York times bestseller opening week, then yeah, I'll consider the Jables tr- champ stamp <coughs> crime corner. Please don't crime corner. Uh, <laughs> Old English crime corner might, tramp stamp. I, yeah, I might okay. I might just get crime corner and old English yep. across my back. 
Yep. Uh, this was a fun show. Sorry if I went off. I was going off a lot. A lot of going shit going off. You were going off. You were Ooh, heated. You were hot. It was hot. It was hot. It was a hot weekend. Hot people. Hot things going on. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Well, they blew up the chicken man in Philly last night. And they blew up his house, too. Down on the boardwalk, they're ready for a fight. Gonna see what them racket boys can do. Now there's trouble busting in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on a promenade And the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, baby, that's a fact But maybe everything that dies someday he comes back Put your makeup on, fish your hair up pretty, and meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Well, I got a job, and I put my money away, but I got the kind of debt that no honest man can pay. Bye.